It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You, and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. This is a world of possibilities. A world in which people who put their minds to something can really make a difference. My goal is to help the environment. Someday I'll find a cure for cancer. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we believe that aspiring minds can achieve anything. So we dedicate ourselves to making sure everyone has an opportunity to go to college. Each year, we provide more than $150 billion in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about Money for College at studentaid.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and welcome to Gina Gardner and Friends. Today, I've got my good friend, Alessandro Furillo. He's an amazing man who has a background in Qigong, and that may be something that you're not familiar with, but we're going to explore what it is and how it can help you during today's show. So, Alessandro, really big welcome. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Jean. I'm very, very honoured to be here, and I love getting this, um, even though it's a 4,000-year-old practice, not many people know about Qigong, but everybody... Uh, is made up of energy, as we know, thoughts, feelings, emotions, and qi is energy, gung is practice. So even if people don't know it on a daily basis, they are cultivating their energy there in nature, they're connecting to this energy that gives us life. So I'm very happy to explain more about it. Lovely. Before we do, tell us your story. I mean, how did you get into it? Yeah, so about... 35 years ago, which is more than half my lifetime. I worked that out recently. I can't believe that it's I've been doing worrying, it. This. Isn't it when you it's a, it's a bit life. worrying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and at the same time, through the practice, I feel as young as I did 20 years ago. So that's a good, for me, that's a good indicator that I'm, I'm doing a good job with this, this, my own practice. But basically, I found myself in a church hall in North London with a Chinese man called Xi Jing Wang. And there were six of us in this church hall. And um, I never heard of Qigong, but I was bored that weekend. Somebody said, go and check this out. So after a, a maybe an hour or two, I started sensing an energy between my hands. And this was what they call the qi, the universal energy that helps nature thrive, that keeps us alive, actually. And um, I, I, I wanted to look into it more deeply. I thought, I've been looking for something in my life. I've got a job, I've got a car, I've got a home, I've got a family, but there's something missing. And I, I was always searching for something beyond all of that. And Qigong actually awakened 
something in me to go into the into this deeper and it's been an amazing journey um a lot of people come to qigong through ill health and it can really help to clear a lot of health issues especially chronic things but i didn't come from ill health i came more from a search for something a deeper meaning in life and qigong definitely brought that to me and and i think recently with uh, with the whole pandemic situation and the world i've been following quite a lot on on trauma i'm very interested in how the body stores trauma or how we cover up trauma with um maybe certain habits or uh, addictions of some kind which could even be things like shopping or um you know the the typical ones are obviously drugs and alcohol things like that and i realized actually i had a my own trauma which was i was felt disconnected from myself um having been to boarding school at a young age um age 9 my parents were abroad and chigong actually helped to reconnect me to myself on a deeper level and therefore begin to dissolve this trauma that i hadn't even realized was there and the famous you know dr gabo mate who talks a lot about trauma said he realized he had trauma when he was like in his 40s or or you know even later and he started looking into trauma and he was working he's a workaholic covering up the trauma of being a child in auschwitz for example so thank goodness i wasn't you know didn't have such a harrowing time but i was disconnected and um i reconnected to myself on a deeper level and it's been an incredible journey so sorry that's a bit of a long explanation on that it's fascinating isn't it because i think there's probably very few people who have not experienced some level of trauma in their lives and of course each person's trauma is very personal to them so this is not a competition you know, my trauma is worse than your trauma trauma is anything where you are stressed physically emotionally mentally that would be my um that would be my explanation we can have very small traumas during the day that actually can have a profound effect and other traumas which to other people would seem huge which people can seem to get away with yeah what are your thoughts about you know the general population and how they um deal with trauma do you think we deal with it very well um no i don't um unfortunately i i don't think there's much help out there on, you know with that word i remember gabriel mate saying doctors are never taught about trauma that word is never mentioned psychiatrists are never or therapists are never taught about trauma but now it's almost become a buzzword and that's a good thing because you know it's covered up it's something it's like a wound of some kind which we all tend to have some kind of wound or wounds it's covered up with a plaster and hidden now i i i think from my own qigong practice what i really like about this this form of practice and i think yoga may be similar and some other energy practices is that we don't have to focus on the trauma but the body tends to to hold it um somewhere um sometimes it can transform into a you know real disease or something else so what if we can release that from the body and therefore an energy practice i would say like qigong or even yoga 
is very good for allowing the body to open up, create more space in the body and allow the, the trauma or issue or emotion more space and more acceptance and more um, understanding to allow it to release and dissolve away. Um, I think sometimes when we put too much attention on it, it can take years or maybe, you know, it's very hard to deal with. Um, but that's a different approach. I, I, I like the idea of, um, you know, connecting to this energy that, that gives us life, allowing the energy to flow through us to where is needed to transform the emotion, just as an example, you know, anger, you know, is tends to be stored in the liver relating to uh, Chinese medicine and Qigong. So when we do a good practice connecting to the earth, connecting uh, with our energy, it can transform that anger maybe into courage or strength without really focusing on why was the anger there in the first place. And people are often surprised that they can transform these things emotions and holding in the body without confronting it and i think people are scared of the even the word trauma sounds really quite quite serious but as you said on a daily basis we're reminded maybe like in lockdown maybe people were reminded of when they were isolated you know when i was isolated in boarding school without my parents it can bring up all these things so i think it's a daily um, it can be a daily practice to keep the mind, you know, clear and the body definitely helping it to release things that may have been trapped for years. You know, I think so many people are feeling stressed and wounded that this is a practice that it can't do you any harm and can do you so much good. I'm amazed it's not actually known more widely. We're going to talk more about it after a break. So don't go away. Um, Alessandra is going to uh, explore with us how Qigong works on a practical basis and how you might be able to incorporate it into your life. So see you in a moment. People start something great in their 40s and 50s. Getting your retirement savings on track is no different. Go to aceyourretirement.org and in three minutes you'll get personalized tips to help boost your retirement savings. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Take a step toward bringing our country and community together. Start a meaningful conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. With ADT and the new battery-powered Google Nest doorbell, your front door is safer and smarter. Get intelligent alerts about who's at your front door and tell the difference between people, animals, packages, or vehicles. Hey. Hey. And with friendly faces, the Google Nest doorbell recognizes regulars to your home, like family, friends, the dog walker, or any other frequent visitors. It even has a vertical field of view so you can see your visitors from head to toe and keep an eye on your food deliveries or packages. You can use two-way audio to speak with visitors or play pre-recorded quick responses to your front steps. You can just leave it. Thanks. And the best part? Pizza? No, it's that you can get it installed by the number one smart home security company, ADT. Can we eat the pizza now? Welcome back. We were talking before the break about how we store trauma challenge within our bodies and how that can translate into illness, dis-ease, or a, a sense of disconnect. For people who don't know about energy work and qigong, can you explain um, 
how the practicalities of you know how what is it how do you do it yes um it is a very practical um practice in that our energy tends to be um actually good analogy is a glass of muddy water so when the water is muddy maybe the mind is a bit busy um we're not really connected to the body or how the body's feeling and in daily life we tend to be kind of rushing through things maybe keeping ourselves awake with you know with coffee or energy drinks a lot of people you know have to have these kind of stimulants just to keep going so if you allow the glass of muddy water to settle what happens is the mud settles to the bottom of the glass the glass and the water becomes clear the body is kind of very similar in that the heavy element in qigong is attracted to the earth the earth is the yin element the receptive the feminine and it's very happy to take away our problems or issues so in qigong a very typical practice is standing you know into the earth standing in a grounded way for a short time allowing this muddy element to settle so when the energy in the body settles and is taken down into the earth the mind becomes clearer and then we're more connected to what we call the yang which is the if you like the heavenly energy so everything is a balance and we know that in life of the yin and the yang so in qigong we're rebalancing these two energies and the body you know has many health benefits when we take time to send the energy or sense it dropping down to earth the mind can be more open and open to this universal energy flowing through the body and we know about mindfulness which is now become a science which is being taught in schools even though it's been around thousands of years so you know society is aware of the benefits to calming the mind becoming more mindful so qigong brings the mind in it's a mindfulness practice but actually energetically connects us to this earth energy and heavenly energy and allows the energy to work for us and it has an intelligence it actually goes to where is needed so it's a very simple practical practice even if people are out in nature for example sometimes i'm walking you know um in a park and i'm thinking about things from yesterday from tomorrow you know the future which is you know 80% of our thoughts are about the past and the future then i remind myself actually i'm out in nature look at these amazing trees rooted into the earth let me just put my attention on my feet rooting into the earth as i walk put my attention on my breath suddenly my energy shifts i'm actually in a different state very quickly that is qigong it's a natural way of um connecting to this energy that's always available to us so it's not something odd i think what is odd is when we go off track in our lives and get um you know in tricky situations as a result of you know living not in accordance with you know our true nature so in qigong there's a beautiful term zhenren which is becoming your true true a true human being becoming who you are and as we know i mean for me personally i've definitely been off track quite often in my life so when i come back to who i truly am to my natural state 
then my energy is more balanced. But it's it's not something weird. It's actually our true nature is that we are connected from the earth. We came from there. We are connected to the heavens, whether we believe in religion or not. We, you know, there's an energy that keeps us alive. So we're doing something very natural. That's why people feel good and enjoy it. And it's very simple to do. You know, um, Alessandro and I belong to the same group, uh, Collaboration Global, and uh, Jill Tiny, who um, created that group, has been a, a guest on my show. And one of the things that, uh, that we do, um, Alessandro leads us at the beginning of the meeting, you'll come into the meeting from your daily work. People are, you can feel the energy that people are often quite uptight and they've rushed to get there and they've perhaps, um, Either they've been doing it through Zoom or, um, you know, they've been through the traffic to get to a meeting. Um, and then Alessandro just takes us two, three minutes max, would you say, Alessandro? Yeah, two minutes, yeah. Um, and just takes us through a, a breathing exercise where we allow ourselves to be present. And you can feel the shift um, in everyone. You can see it in their faces. You can just feel how people take that breath and let go of the tension and then can be fully present for the meeting. And if that can be so powerful, just two minutes, you know, just imagine what that would be like if several times a day you just took two minutes to actually centre yourself and to breathe, how different the quality of your life would be. I think the breath is such a great um, sort of um, pointer to how we can stay connected to ourselves, to our own energy. And breathing is definitely an important part of, of all spiritual practices. And in Qigong, even the listeners now, um, what if, what if your body is breathing? What if every cell in the body is breathing? What if you're being breathed? By the universe. So just that idea of taking the mind of thinking, am I holding the breath? Where am I going to breathe? Imagine every cell is breathing. And actually, when we're asleep, if we think about it, we are being kept alive by something. If we had to think about the breath, we, we wouldn't be alive. So something is breathing us. That something is this mysterious chi or energy or god or all that is or field of all possibilities that's keeping us alive so just as i'm talking to you you know obviously i'm a bit nervous on this radio show but then i'm thinking actually what if i'm being breathed and suddenly i'm in a different state and that's a very simple thing to remind ourselves of what if we're making a cup of tea and we're worried about a meeting or something that's happening later in the day what if we can just come into the breath and allow ourselves to be breathed supported um, kept alive which we are so i think the breath is a great reminder we can do that at any time you know if i'm in a heated discussion for example with my daughter who's 24 she tends to win all arguments. She has much more energy than I do to be right and argue. I just go into my breath. I create more space. I become more present. Suddenly, it's not really an argument. It's just kind of observing. 
So I think the breath, thank you for bringing that up. And it is an important part. And there are many different ways to breathe, you know, certain ways to help us sleep better, certain ways to help reduce anxiety. But what if we're all being breathed right now, which we are? Well, we're going to go into a short break. I'm going to suggest that um, while we have a break, that you focus on your breathing and see if you can achieve uh, that state that Alessandro has just been talking about. So don't go away. Please, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. You don't have to close your eyes to breathe. You can breathe and be safe. And we'll see you in a moment. Where are you headed? Uh, just gonna hang out. If any of your buddies ever pressure you to take a drink, just tell them you promised your dad you wouldn't. I promise. Love you too, Dad. They really do hear you. For tips on what to say, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. COVID-19 has been a really long and difficult fight. It's definitely taken a toll on all of us. Right now, new variants are a lot more contagious and need to be taken seriously. Getting vaccinated and staying boosted is the best way to keep you protected from COVID-19 and help you stay out of the hospital. Even if you've got COVID before, it's important that you go get your COVID booster. COVID shots are safe. Much safer than getting the virus. We can all do our part. And get back to living. You can go to getvaccineanswers.org for more information. Welcome back. We're talking about Qigong, and I'm joined by Alessandro Ferrillo, who is a real expert on this. Alessandro, what do you think would be the way forward? What's your dream about how you're going to use Qigong as you move forward into the future? That's a great question. I mean, for me personally, I, I feel Qigong is for everyone, for old people, less, less mobile people, it can help them with greater mobility, with physical strength. For younger people, it may help with anxiety, with fear, with worrying about the state of the world and seeing the bigger picture and feeling more supported and connected. And for you know your average person, it's just a, a, a practice to realize that at any moment, we can connect to this energy that's beyond our own. It keeps us inspired. It brings us mental clarity. It supports us when we really connect to the earth, as I mentioned earlier. But I think truly, um, it's something that uh, you know I'm I'm working with leadership and with leaders to actually, if we can, if each person can take more responsibility for themselves, um, allow themselves to be more, if you like, open, vulnerable, authentic, connected to themselves on a deeper level. They can connect to others. And I think society is coming to that point where we have a greater sense of community, of supporting each other, but it has to start with us. So what if we could take more responsibility for ourselves on an energetic level it doesn't have to be qigong it could be mindfulness yoga but qigong encompasses the body the mind and the heart it helps us to align those three and if we can stay more aligned with who we truly are we can have a greater impact on society starting with ourselves and you know starting with a few minutes a day maybe build that up 
and then I think we'll see the benefits because everything is a reflection, I believe, of who we are. Sometimes when I'm in a in a in a in a difficult, anxious state, the world seems to be in a real mess. And when I'm in a more connected, um, centered, grounded state, everything is perfect the way it is. Is imperfectly perfect. So, how about you know, doing practice for ourselves where we can impact society and have, have you know, we, we all benefit. So that's my, my vision is that everybody does it, but I'm obviously focusing. Oh, another, another aspect is I'm focusing also working with men because I think men don't seem to have so much support in society and aren't as good at opening up about issues. So, you know, what if we could just open up more, release and express so I'm doing some, um, I have ideas on helping some men's groups with, with Qigong. Where can people find you? Um, Flowing Health is, is the company. So flowinghealth.co.uk is the website. I've got lots of YouTube videos, which is, they're free, Qigong with Alessandro. And I think those could be the main two places that people can connect. I have a membership group you know, with weekly online classes and, and one-to-one work. So just look up and, and look up Qigong. There's like, I can't remember, 50 million entries for Qigong, something people have never heard of. And the reason I think it disappeared a little bit because in, in China during the Cultural Revolution, you know, Qigong was almost wiped out by, you know, Mao Zedong and, you know, spirituality was wiped out. So for quite a long time, it disappeared and was under the radar. But it's coming back now as a healing practice, as an inspiring, you know, practice for, for everybody to take their health, energy and happiness to a new level, I'd say. You know, one of the things that strikes me when I work with clients, whether I'm working with personal clients or I'm working with business clients, is how fragmented people feel. That they feel that they're being pulled in so many directions, that there's too much to do. I've come to the conclusion that as a race, we are completely wrongly labelled. Um, We should be labelled human doings, not human beings. And for me, what strikes me from this conversation is that Qigong brings you back to that place of beingness, that you start to gather all of the bits that are fragmented, you know, dealing with the kids, dealing with work, dealing with the washing, dealing with the sorting out the, the bills and so on. And it brings you back so that you have the whole of your resources available to you, rather than them being scattered across the, the day and, and your life. What would you say to that? Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And I think one of the, the, the real issues is that we, we think that uh, you know, we are the mind and our thoughts. And in the, in the Qigong tradition, um, the mind is in the heart. Now, if the mind is in the heart and we're doing things from the heart and connecting with our true nature and purpose, life is so much simpler. But the thoughts, you know, we are in control of our thoughts. So what if we could take 
more control of our thoughts and realize we are not our thoughts. As we mentioned earlier, 80% or 90% are about what happened in the past or the future. What if we could connect with our heart on a deeper level and just take the time to live through this heart connection? And Qigong is definitely one way of reconnecting to ourselves and our heart on a deeper level. And the scientists have now proven that the heart has more receptors even than the brain. And the heart feels it has emotion. It's not just you know, some, an organ that pumps blood. So realizing that we are in control of our thoughts, daily taking more time to settle the mind and realize that we are not the thoughts, we are not the emotions even. They come and go like clouds. All those things are transient and temporary. So I would say to take time to breathe, to reconnect with our heart, with our center. And Qigong is just one way we can do that and take control of our thoughts, to take control and realize we are not this fragmented mind, which is taken all over the place, especially by distractions like social media, and the, and, and the news, all these things are not who we are. These are just ideas coming and going. So stay connected with ourselves on a deeper level. We will benefit, society will benefit, and we'll be more in control of our, our happiness, courageousness, peace, and joy. It's a great place to be. So we're at the end of the show. Would love to hear what you think. Please email me at Gina, G-I-N-A, at genuinely-you.com. You know, you might be interested in looking at some of the intentional journals that I've created. They're across a whole range of different themes. And intentional journaling, journaling is another way of really connecting with yourself. So thanks again. Please join us on the next show and tell other people about it. For every 100 people who listen to the show, we donate a meal through B1G1. Thanks very much. You take care. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.